Welcome to the Morty Vicar podcast from B&A Church in Bristol with um, James Stevenson and Wayne Massey. Um, Morty Vicar, we're passionate about helping you to follow Jesus. And in this podcast, we kind of dissect culture, theology and life. And um, we have a conversation and hopefully help you to apply it to your life and following Jesus. This episode is um, part two of... um, uh, a conversation we're having about masks and church and faith so if you haven't heard part one go and listen to that that's about um why we think cultures put the church in masks and what we think god is um doing in allowing that to happen this conversation we're going to talk about um how has bna we have responded to covid and to the restrictions placed around how we can now meet um for public worship as a church so uh, James, how have we responded to COVID and the restrictions on how we can meet publicly as a church? The transition we made from meeting in our homes as households where we talked about allowing God to homeschool us to where we are now began with us both having a sense that God was calling us to migrate. And we didn't know what to, but we just knew that we were we were having to move. And I, th- I think it there was also a sense that we weren't going to go back to a masked version of what we were doing before. Um, we didn't want to do a half-baked version of church. We wanted to act upon what God had been speaking to us about in the journey through the initial months of lockdown where we were allowing him to homeschool us. And as we looked at the legislation over the summer and we looked at churches opening up and what they were doing, we had a growing sense that we needed to meet around needs and meet together around our digital content. So we're going to talk about those two things and what we're doing as a church in terms of meeting needs and and how we are meeting together. Let's start with meeting needs. So we say we're passionate about helping you follow Jesus. Yes. Um, theologically, which is thinking about God, and pragmatically, which is how can you do things, uh, Tell me why we think meeting around meeting needs, meeting around meeting needs, uh, will help uh, us to follow Jesus. Uh, Because that's who he is and that's what he does. So we have to recognise where we come from. 110 years ago, missionaries gathered together in Edinburgh and talked about how they might reach the world with the good news of Jesus inside the 20th century. Um, And great efforts were made to do that. But in the initial 50 years after that moment, missionaries fell into two camps. One that said, we just want to engage with telling people the good news. And other people who said, well, we just want to um, uh, do practical things and we won't tell them about Jesus. And um, if you're a Christian in the West today, the likelihood is that you will have grown up in a church that has affirmed one of those two schools of thought um in the latter part of the 20th century there's a considerable amount of effort um in the western church to respond to what the south american church brought into that dynamic which was if we give people bread who are poor then we're going to tell them about the bread of life and and they really returned us in the west or began the journey of returning us to this um principle that actually we, we want to um uh, engage with people's physical and spiritual needs simultaneously and that that's the that's the aim. We we want to be doing that. We want to be um, helping people um, to encounter Jesus in the way, way that He lived His life, because um, uh, that's that's who He is. And so when we think about that as a church, we acknowledge that 
actually we, we want to work together as one body and so some of us will be able to meet spiritual needs some of us will be able to meet practical needs and so our little churches which are our communities um that that um are the building blocks of our church um are all locating either a physical or a spiritual need or both that they can meet in the world around us so our hope is that working together as one body there might be people who are fed at soul food our weekly meal and um, for anyone who needs it or um encounter us through the boxes of hope that we're delivering to families that are on the free school meals program that somebody might um be fed physically and then actually um uh, get an opportunity to hear about Jesus through the Alpha course that's run by one of our other little churches. So we're, we're trying to work together as one body to meet the needs of the world around us that are both physical and spiritual, because that's what we see Jesus doing. We see him with a heart of com- compassion, meeting their physical needs, but also meeting their spiritual needs. Because when the kingdom of God comes yeah. in Jesus, and when the kingdom of God comes uh, in the power of Jesus through his church, it, it, it's a calling back to the original creation mandate of Adam and Eve, be fruitful, multiply, subdue the earth, which yeah. isn't control the earth and covered in concrete yeah. but it's actually make make it a beautiful place yeah and so the church has always been called to fulfill its its creation mandate that was given to adam and eve yeah. but also what we see jesus do which is to make the world a beautiful yeah. place to extend the kingdom of god yeah, where yeah. god uh, his rule and reign is so both you and i've read dominion by tom holland and what i love about that is as he talks about the church the history of the church and all the bonkers things that they uh, that they did um uh, both in terms of meeting needs and in terms of the spiritual, they they were always together. You know, yeah. so Martin Martin of Tours was a complete. He would have been a Pentecostal today, but also he was a <laughs> he would have been a, you know an Anglo Catholic social justice yeah. warrior as well. Yeah, and that's and and in the history of the church. I know Nicky Gumble makes this point. You've always seen revival breakthrough when the church has got hold of proclaiming Jesus and and social justice yeah. at the same time. Um, and so so. But but if we step into our creation mandate, we're stepping into the shape that we, we were made to do good works. Yeah. So what we have seen as church leaders um, and in our own probably lives and works is that when we go and we do the stuff of Jesus, actually, it's easier to follow him. So why does meeting needs help you follow Jesus? Because actually you're stepping into what Jesus is like and his plan for you and how you've been made. And so those people, there is a correlation between the people who've struggled less with faith in lockdown and those who you know, and those who have been serving, yes. um, in terms of the kingdom, it doesn't have to be like you know, um, versus those who've who've not actually. So, so we know that actually meeting needs is <coughs> is, is Jesus' heart for um, yeah. for the world. It's what the kingdom looks like when, it, it, but also pragmatically, we also know pragmatically, it just helps us to follow Jesus when we're doing His stuff. Yes. Um, the other pragmatic thing, I think, before we move on to um, the, the second way we're meeting, the other pragmatic thing to say about meeting needs is as we looked at legislation, we identified that actually it's possible to meet when you are running support groups, when you're running food banks, when you yes. are feeding the homeless, that actually we, we can't meet and sit in a circle and do a Bible study. Culture doesn't want us to do that. But culture will let us run a food bank or a box of hope or a homeless meal. And so, so there's a bit of us that went pragmatically, let's gather around something yes. that is doing something because we're allowed to and then let's bring Jesus into that. That, that is lockdown proof, ideally, because yeah. we we believe that the church shouldn't be locked down. Yeah. So, and if we believe that it shouldn't be locked down, then we've got to have a reason to, to carry on. And if you know the the one the one community in the life of the church that continued meeting in person through lockdown was our weekly meal for anyone who needed it. 
Um, and, and that would be an example of many around the country that continued meeting in person. And so we've got, we've got to hear that. We've got to hear what God is saying to us through that, um, that about his good news for the poor and, and how that, that stands in, in any setting. And, and if you're back to, if you're listening to this after listening to episode one of this two-parter, you'll know that we talked about at the end about a creative minority. Yeah. And actually, part of, and, and culture will let us run a food bank. Yeah, uh, will let us um, open up a meal for anybody. Will let us um, look after the vulnerable. Yeah. So let's do that, and then bring Jesus into it fully. Yeah. So we're working together as one body, and that that's one of the things that's really exciting me. Um, there was a um, a wonderful moment at Soul Food when the food um, uh, was brought out at the end for people to take home from the the kind of the mini food bank that we're running there. And um, a few of the guests were perhaps taking a little bit more than they might have done. And I said, um, I, I didn't know what to say. So I prayed and, 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 and I thought, well, I'll say what's happening here. I said, um, this food is provided by some of the 70 or 80 year old ladies in our church who come to our Thursday communion and they bring this food and then it gets brought here. And one of the guys just stopped, lifted his head, looked at me and said, will you tell them thank you? And then started managing everyone, distributing the food more evenly. Um, so we're working together as one body, um, joining in with each other, um, uh, knowing that we can't all do it by ourselves, um, but we're trying to meet those needs collectively. Okay. Now, the second thing we talked about was um, the fact that we meet around a digital content. So as lockdown eased, there was, an, there was an option for churches to kind of go back into their buildings and to try and replicate what they were doing before, albeit unless you're the average Church of England church, for, for any, for, for mo- you know, with a lot less people in the space and, uh, and with no singing. Yes. Uh, and, and what it feels like, and I'm not trying to judge any of you if you're listening to this podcast and your colleagues of mine, is it feels like we've, a lot of us have gone back in and done church as we did it before. We've played some music, we've played some hymns, and, uh, and, we've, and we've basically just said, let's do church as well as before, but let's stand further apart than even Anglicans <laughs> normally do. And let's not sing when we listen to the organ, yes. if we've got an organ. Uh, we've decided not to do that. What have yes. we decided to do and why? So I love asking the questions. I don't have to answer. <laughs> we've decided that we're going to encourage all of our little churches to find a place where they can gather together if they wish and are able perhaps alongside other little churches to give a little bit more momentum and that in those spaces they would um, watch elements of what we call the weekly service so that's our essentially our weekly act of worship um, and um, and then if there's the capacity for it for there to be a live element so that might be rather than watching the prayers it might be being led through the prayers or rather than watching the introduction having the introduction done live and so we've got different locations where we do that so we have our thursday communion where super thursday one of our little churches meets um, and they they do weekly communion and they watch the talk from the weekly service that's thursdays at 12 and then thursday evenings either in person or digitally our youth team and our young adults little church come together then on sundays um, we've got two of our little churches meeting on the gloucester road inviting guests along to that and they meet around the weekly service and then we've got five little churches meeting up at the park site um around the weekly service and you've been leading that um 
and and so there's varieties we're also trying to bring together people on zoom because we're conscious that some people are um in support bubbles some people are um uh, isolating for health reasons some people are managing the amount of contact they're in with other people because they're working with vulnerable people um, so we're thinking about how we can connect people um, and ultimately it's, it's not so that we can feel better it's so that i think i think we want to find ways to socialize discipleship um, to socialize discipleship so we we're trying to get people to think about what it means to follow jesus in those settings so even if they're watching it and and they're encountering jesus in in a gathered space ultimately we want them to take that content and that and what god is doing in their lives and to share that with other people in their little churches um and 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 to talk about what that means for each other and to pray with one another and I think a principle that we're trying to work towards and uh, in all of those environments is that, um, so in the last pod- podcast, when we first talked about mass, I talked about, you know, the fact you can book a ticket for a cinema and watch a football match yeah. or you can go live. And actually the difference between the two is is really, really stark, I imagine. And it, that is one where I think I would sit in the cinema and go, why am I just sat at home in front of my fire? You know, and what we are doing when we come together is we're working up towards and all of those setting saying there's something that we understand from scripture that happens when we physically come together and even actually for the zoom guys that when we connect with one another because and we are we're not individual beings we're the family of god we're made we're made in the image of a trinitarian god we're made to relate Uh, and so there's something that happens a when we come together we know the bible teaches that and there's something that when paul talks about the living stones that come together as you talked about this as well in the last book because jesus moves among us in in a different way when i'm just sat on my sofa yeah and it's that physical thing i know um somebody was talking about how you know we sometimes say when we do prayer ministry just the act of moving to the front so the act of me saying actually i am going to go to the building and sit with other people for this already god is beginning to work in my heart and then into that mix we we have an expectation that god is going to show up and he's going to do something and that he's going to use one another so the spirit doesn't just work sort of vertically straight down onto me he works from me to you as well yes and around and so there is a there is a sense of that creating that connection that will enable god to work in a way that he wouldn't if i was just sat at home on my own and not connecting with anybody else and so we have an expectation that we're, we're not doing a a a light l-i-t-e version of what church like looked like before but we are doing something that we did expect when church met before which is jesus the spirit of god to show up yeah and 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 for and, and something to happen in the room and we're learning how to do that yeah and um we also believe that God is still not confused by Zoom and he's still not confused by YouTube. And so for those people who are not yeah. able to, then he will turn up profoundly in those spaces. But um, we also believe that, um, you know, we've all had those moments when we know we should be doing something that we're not doing, that God comes and gently convicts us. So so if we're, if we're preferring the comfort of our couch um, to the sacrifice of being alongside others, um, then um, to use the song lyric, we are crafting ourselves a more comfortable cross, and so there is a there is a there is an uncomfortable element to being together and not being as close as we were before COVID, um, and not being able to do all the things that we were able to do. But in that space of um, of a sacrifice of praise before God, He inhabits that space in a way that's different. Um, to to how it has been before. So, in terms of helping us follow Jesus, um, 
I think picking up where we were in the last conversation we had and culture and what it thinks of us, there is, and we need to recognize that um, it's going to get harder to follow Jesus yeah. in this world. Yeah. Um, so, so if you think it's hard now, this is, this is, I think, a base level for where it's going to be in the coming years. And the best way for you to follow Jesus is, is, is to follow him into the creation mandate on humanity to make the world a better place and to extend the kingdom of God. Mm. So actually, if, you, if, if we are not actively involved in kingdom of God activities, it's harder to follow Jesus, point one. Yeah. And the second one is to, as we've talked about, not give up meeting together. Yeah. For some of us, that can be in person. For some of that, that's going to be online. But to not give up meeting together, to spur one another on to good deeds and back to the meeting needs and actually if we can do those two things we will find following jesus i'm not going to say it's going to be easier but following jesus is going to be um easier (laughs) (laughs) more possible to do in a world that is increasingly finding us weird we're cutting with his grain aren't we when we do that which um uh yeah so i I think have we said everything that we want to say in the second episode that's a wrap that's a wrap so yeah. um, thank you for listening to this uh, second of these two episodes on on masks and faith um we hope that it's helped you think about what it means to follow jesus and um uh, we look forward to um we, well we look forward we say we look forward to you listening next time but we don't actually have the experience of you listening so thanks for listening and if you found it helpful share it with someone else <laughs>